0: Hey, Bluntheads. Bam Rose is an activist, ex-stripper, and founder, and CEO of Stilettos Inc., a nonprofit that works for improved and safer working conditions for strippers and sex workers in the Philly area. She's also organized a Philly stripper strike to bring awareness to the racism and colorism in gentlemen's clubs and to the harassment that sex workers endure on a daily basis. Bam also organizes dog walks, which aren't dog walks per se. They are protests where women dog walk consenting white people to signify an end to white supremacy, and a future that is more inclusive of women and people of color. So far, dog walks have taken place down South Street and in Rittenhouse Square. Bam joined us for this episode to discuss her activist work, her experiences as a sex worker, and what brought her to the place she is now, and how she is looking to improve the sex work industry and the world around her. Shout out to our sponsors, Shy Vintage Sports, where you can score all your Philly team gear as well as cool shirts about Philly's cultural history, local owners, local artists, Shy Vintage Sports, where every stitch tells a story, and johnville.com j-a-w-n-v-i-l-l-e.com for the rants ramblings and observations of a born and raised philly bloke check us out on our socials twitter facebook and instagram all as the philly blunt and subscribe rate review tell your friends about us so other folks can find us and enjoy us and help celebrate philly we hope you enjoy this episode with bam rose
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Philly Blunt. My name is Johnny Goodtimes. This is Reef. Call me Greg. And uh, we are excited to have our guest with us this week, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for the lovely Bam Rose. Welcome, Bam. Hey, what's up? Welcome Bam to Bam of the show.
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Not Fantastic. bad. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, we want to uh, we want to dive right into it. Uh, you're you're working on some uh, you know some fascinating things in the past few months. Uh, you worked at Stiletto, I believe, is the uh, the program that you're running now. You're trying to get uh, more rights for sex workers and for people that work in strip clubs and so forth. Wanted to see a little bit, talk a little bit about uh, you know your background and how it led to this.
2: Um, okay, so I was a pole dance instructor for about five years. I mostly stuck towards the exotic style. Um, probably like a year ago, I became a dancer, you know, in clubs. And even just from being in there as little amount of time as I was, you could see that things definitely needed change. Um, and just from like growing up around a lot of women who have done sex work, um, you know, you hear things and it kind of just inspired me to get into this activism field and just for advocating for women like myself, who aren't just one demographic, you know, dancers aren't just your women that you think are poor and desperate and dirty. They become doctors, they become better sex workers, they become, um, you know, anything that they want to be and what they put themselves to be. So I feel like I just needed to inspire people to do more research and to change the narrative um, on how people view dancers and sex workers um, with this organization. Furthermore, you know, clubs weren't open during uh, COVID, so people were largely out of work. A lot of them couldn't get pandemic funding. Um, So this is just a way to circulate that wealth and just get money to people who need it, people who have kids people who have bills, people who are people and just need, you know, money just like everybody else. So right. um, our mission is to unify, educate and liberate dancers, sex workers, and allies. So we're going to do just that.
3: Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: I wanted to say like, you know, you, you talk about, uh, there, there was an article written about you recently and you talk about how you're you're more or less employees, but you're technically not employees. Can you tell us a little bit sort of how that's set up, what that structure is?
2: Yeah, so dancers can choose. Well, certain establishments offer um, the option to either become an employee or become or stay in as an independent contractor. When you're an independent contractor, you pay a house fee, but you keep all of your tips um and this is just a standard layout. I'm sure some clubs have specifics, um, but this is generally what it is. And then if you're an employee, you get paid a wage, often minimum wage, and then you give a percentage of your tips to the house and then um you take the rest home in addition to a paycheck. So that's basically the difference and then a whole bunch of like other little minor things, but yeah.
0: You have to give a kickback of your tips usually?
2: Yeah, for certain for cer- for certain clubs, yeah.
0: And do you get, so no, no, finish your sentence. If you pay for a dance, if I, if someone gets a dance from you, that fee, does that fee go to the house? And then you only get the tip money on top of that.
2: So certain clubs do it differently. Um, certain clubs will have you pay. Yeah. A portion of your dance, like what you, um, what that customer pays for a dance. They'll have, they'll take like their cut or whatever, or some clubs will allow you to keep all of it, which I believe is the fair thing to do. Um, Especially being that close contact and giving so much of your energy and what it encompasses being a dancer, like what we have to deal with. I definitely think that some clubs need to revise their policy as it pertains to independent contractors. Employees, they're a little bit more protected under um, the law, but with independent contractors, it's so much easier to get away with things like discrimination, um, you know, things like sexual harassment, even. That's like another issue. I don't care if it's an urban club or a white club. It's it, that sexual harassment is horrible. Um, is that from and the worker, not, from
0: the staff members, or the clientele?
2: From both. Oh, both, sure, From both. Sure, yeah. from, both um, from both. From all angles. From and but I'm gonna keep it real with you. That's also an issue as it pertains to just being a woman in general. I worked in many different fields other than sex work, and I'm gonna keep it real. The only difference about sex work is that it's just more aggressive because people feel that. They have the platform to be um more aggressive sexually whereas um in other places it's a lot more subtle but it still exists um Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's definitely something that this movement it's not just about sex workers and it's not just about one demographic of people we are exposed i wouldn't even say like exposing we are shining a light on a lot of darkness as it pertains to bipoc lgbtq sex workers, just people in general. Um, Even white people, um, poor white people are being oppressed. We're all being oppressed by this class and system. Um, So there's like a lot that Stilettos is doing other than just what it appears on the surface. Um, This is like a weird time and I feel like people need to start thinking about how they treat each other, thinking about what's really important in life and me dancing on a pole and entertaining another consenting adult is not what people should be attacking right now. Um, it's just not.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it should never, it should never be really. It should never be. Let me,
1: um,
3: let me ask, what was your mindset? Um, when COVID started, did you have a panic or was it kind of like, okay, well now I can, I can really dig into this other side of the work and what is the future of, uh sex work specifically you know dancing um did, how do you see it moving forward you know I, i'm assuming that people won't be as comfortable with lap dances and things like that
2: okay so when COVID first started first of all i'm a loner um i i'm not lonely i'm a loner so i got I you yeah, yeah, yeah. always <laughs> in the house like i love the house my food is here my poor buddy is here my everything is here Mm -hmm. um so i really wasn't tripping off of being stuck in the house um and you know i have a space to do pole and things like that i'm fortunate enough to you know have certain things but after a while it just became boring because i do like to travel so Mm -hmm. um being stuck here was what was more so like cabin fever for me being stuck in this area um Mm -hmm. rather than being stuck in the house i was like oh fuck i need to go on vacation Mm -hmm. like (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um as far as affecting my career, um, it actually was really interesting how that was such a transformation for everyone involved. I took largely to the online platform. Um, I created an e-show called Contagious, where it's an all adult e-show, and it doesn't feature just strippers and pole dancers. It features also all types of sex workers, and they're able to display their talent on an internet platform and you know get money, of course, while they're doing that, but. Yeah, it was something. So we have really cool concepts, cool themes. We did the House of Sin, this most recent one. I did an LGBTQ one. Um, and yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. much it as far as I'm awesome. concerned. But mm-hmm. like the internet platform definitely picked up. And I feel like even with things like OnlyFans, uh Things have definitely gotten lit for people on the internet, but I feel like too people people underestimate OnlyFans. They they it they. B- 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 what back. is OnlyFans?
3: They, and- what? You gotta be kidding <laughs> me! Come on, don't act. Come on, don't act, don't act. Don't act. Come on. Oh, you doing yeah. that? Is your is your lady watching <laughs> or something? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> listen, my mom is listening. What is OnlyFans? My mom yeah. is listening. What is okay. OnlyFans? All right, well, t- tell your moms like yeah. only they're getting money on OnlyFans, man.
2: It's a platform. It's just a platform that is sex worker friendly. Um, You know, you can do anything on OnlyFans. You can have workout tutorials. You can do freaking karate lessons on there. Honestly, (laughs) I feel like more people should get a damn OnlyFans and start charging. They should. They should start charging people for their services because Instagram is fucking free. Like, Mm -hmm. why sit here and get clout and followers when I could get dollars um, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day? And not all girls on OnlyFans are showing ass um some just do ludes and people like that shit um mm-hmm. and they support their art and that's what it is at the end of the day it's just another business my girl cola shout out to her she does freaking amazing on only fans my girl katana she does i know so many girls who do well and like they pay mm-hmm. bills and rent and things like that mm-hmm. with only fans and it's tax money like it's recorded it's all like professional so for sure yeah Shout out to OnlyFans.
0: Mm-hmm. I read that you had mentioned um,
2: weekend we'll get an OnlyFans. <laughs> that uh,
0: black dancers often are not hired in non urban clubs. And then, if they are hired, they're set um, to a different standard or treated differently. Can you tell us a little about that? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And again, that just speaks on black people in general. Um, that's not even just an issue that pertains to just sex work. It's the idea of it's the mindset of white supremacy because. Even with white supremacy, it still trickles down into um, communities that aren't white. Like, for instance, in the Black community, it's called colorism, and in the Latino community and Latinx community, like it's considered uh, to be called colorism. And what it is is, you know, here we have it: I'm Black or Hispanic or whatever, but I'm darker skin. I'm less valuable than that, or less desired. Fetishizing is another whole thing too. I'm more desired. as a lighter skinned person than as a darker skinned person. And it, it, that's the power of white supremacy. And then it, it, it plays on how people behave in this world and in this society. Um, statistically speaking, people who are of light, who are lighter complex, um, they do better in this world because of priv- the privilege that's associated with being of lighter skin. Um, even me as a lighter skinned African-American woman, I still have privileges that a darker-skinned African-American wouldn't. And even as a female, in some respects, um, as it applies to, like, white men. um, And then that goes into, like, things like fetishizing. Like, a lot of white men fetishize Black women, and then, like, it doesn't... But then our lives aren't valued by them. It's kind of like we're, like, subservient. Um, But then, again, that plays in in the aspect of misogyny in general. So there's so many different, like, layers to this. Um, this issue of black women being discriminated against in strip clubs, because you have to think how your sexual aspect of it. Um, And a lot of these strip club owners don't see black women as beautiful. Um, I could straighten my hair and get into a lot of these clubs, but I refuse because that's just not who I am. That's not what I look like. That's not what I bring to the table. I'm a whole package. I'm a whole Mm. aesthetic. So it's like, take it or leave it. I mean, I don't know if you guys have on my page. My fucking talent speaks for itself and it's just like, I don't get that same opportunity, though, because I'm Afrocentric. So it doesn't even have to come down to my skin being dark. It could be things like my, the kinkiness of my hair or my attitude or the way my body is shaped. Um, there's so many different layers to this. Um, furthermore, too, social media representation and representation on platforms such as other websites uh, or club websites darker skinned women are not featured nearly as much if at all on a lot of club websites and if they are featured they're they they can't have afros they can't have anything that speaks black it's like black but we're gonna put it we're gonna put white features on it straighten her hair make her skin look a little bit lighter um you know slim out her body we only want the slim stick skinny black girls like if they're going to be black and we're only going to have the tokens like the two or the three and then that's it we pass our our quota for having black people you know our staff but again they're still not featured on public platforms and even in black clubs um you still have that same issue with colorism so they'll they'll heavily promote the light skin or the latinx looking uh women or you know the lighter skinned black girls because that's the aesthetic that everybody wants. It's like okay, it's black, but it's still Eurocentric, so it's still digestible for me and my standards for beauty.
0: Hey, so you doing a um, so doing your second dog walk tomorrow? First dog walk was on South Street. Doing to tell <laughs>
3: tell our listeners uh, what your dog walks are. How uh, like yeah, the next be, one's be, happening. Be very specific so no one like shows up thinking it's something that it's not. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah. Oh good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh great. I'll
3: be very specific.
2: <laughs> okay, so um, our dog walk was designed um, to send a message. The message is to the idea of white supremacy. We do that by visualization. Um, the visualization, the imagery of BIPOC women and femmes walking white men and people and even some women were volunteers um, just to send that message to white supremacy like because they're first of all they're volunteers Um, people who understand BDSM understand puppy play and all that stuff so they're consenting adults they know the mission of what we're trying to do and they understand the message behind it it's a very powerful message and it's gonna piss racists off. Like if you have any inkling of being upset with that, like you have to think about your own privilege because if this image bothers you seeing a black femme or woman walking a white person, imagine how I feel as a black person growing up, having to see my ancestors hanging from trees, like learning that my ancestors were just slaves. Like imagine the images that I've seen, you know, that are real, that aren't just BDSM puppy play, that are scarring and traumatic. Um, Imagine hearing the stories that I have to hear. You know, my grandmother was alive during a lot of this and just my whole family's migration from Georgia to New York and how that transpired, having to flee the KKK. Like, you know, these are the stories of people and it's not that long ago. A lot of the times we're taught to just suppress or forget or to get over what we've done, like what's happened to us and what we've come through and what we've had to do as a people to even get to where we are and then and still having to have things like the crack epidemic infiltrate our communities and and, and and things like you know the democratic party bringing basically like welfare and just this industrial prison complex and then we have to deal with all of that and that's still things that we deal with modern day um that people just don't want to talk about and they want to ignore it's like you know the oppression of black people is real and it's been going on for a long time and people are starting to wake up
0: do you apply for you- a permit in rittenhouse square for a dog walk
2: yeah, no, we don't need one. We're protesting. Um, nice. <laughs> it's our First nice. Amendment, right? Yeah, um, yeah. At the end of the day, we're, like I said, we're sending them this. It's not even necessarily just about the strip clubs. Like I said, it's bigger than yep. just dancing as an industry. That's just one little fraction of it. It's this entire societal structure that has racism, sexism, classism, all kinds of isms just like riddling it. And it, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, And it's a new age. I'm not even going to sit here and say that, like, I'm not excited to see this revolution because from the ashes of things comes something anew. So something has to give. It's a new age. It's a new time. Not everybody is just Black anymore. Not everybody is just white anymore because of all this love that's been going around. People are coming from different backgrounds. The times are changing. And, you know, if you have any sort of ism right now, you're, you're definitely behind. And that doesn't mean you know, people aren't going to have their prejudices and things, but just unlearn those prejudices. I feel like everybody's some sort of prejudice against some sort of group of people, because that's how we've been conditioned and trained through everything that we do in this world. It's not even an American problem. Um, but just be willing to unlearn those prejudices, be willing to talk to a sex worker, be willing to talk to a black person, a white person, anybody about their experiences as a person, a woman, um, and a trans person like that. That's what this dog walk is for it it's to symbolize the end of all that bullshit <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
3: your, your mission seems pretty clear and, and 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 very harmonizing have you received any uh counter protesters or blowback i mean I, you don't seem like the type that would care um but i, I do have to ask <sighs> uh,
2: listen we got all the haters but you have to understand we're popping, which is
3: really so... weird for me man like you know like who hates on yeah but go this, ahead oh,
2: this this lady tried to say that we were stripping she slandered us she was like oh they're stripping in front of children at the park and then we were recorded without yeah. our consent the news so dramatic put my fucking ass on tv and blurred it out to make it seem like <laughs> i was
1: naked like, like, <laughs>
3: controversy
2: ABC. right like so
1: dramatic yeah. like, please, please take Take the children out of the room. What's yeah, coming yeah. up
3: next? Yeah. Well, that's the that's the that's the thing that's so bizarre to me is that like children are you know th- they're much smarter than we give them credit for you know so yeah. you're actually doing more damage by trying to hide the world from them you know yeah
2: I've that but we weren't inappropriate. You like, guys even had radio
3: yeah. edit versions of the songs, right?
2: Yes, but <laughs> like that's the part so so confused like i didn't know we were harming children wow um shout out to the kids that do poll though i mean like that's a popular thing that's coming out yeah, because yeah. poll is being considered for the olympics in places like australia and russia and even china of course you know they're on everything athletic um i mean it's they, incredibly
3: like, it's an incredibly difficult thing to do
2: it really is and it's I've had people who have done gymnastics that try a class and they come in and they're like, holy shit. Like I didn't even know that it was like that. And I was like, yeah, it's like that. I've had people, Oh my God, I love this when I'll do parties and I'll have like the really obnoxious stuck up a group of people that come in and they're just like oh uh, blah 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 and as soon as they touch that pole i make sure i single-handedly bust their ass and by the end of that class i i guarantee they have a whole new respect for strippers because they're just like oh, I thought shit was sweet because mm. I am prejudiced and I don't think very highly of dancers in any aspect. If you don't even think dancers are smart, at the very least, know that they are fucking strong as
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I hope you guys don't bleep that out later. Like, yeah, no, that's fuck exactly <laughs> that. Like, <laughs> we are strong. Like I have doing pole in, and. In teaching, I've had people tell me that they didn't even know they had muscles in in certain locations. They're like, what? I didn't even know that was a thing. And yeah, it is. (laughs)
1: Um, What do you see, you know, we, we were talking about a lot of change, but at this point, It doesn't seem like we're going to be going back to strip clubs anytime soon, uh, just because there's not even indoor dining at this point. There's not even indoor bars at this point. And and with strip clubs, you're talking about a whole other level of human contact. Um, Mm -hmm. What what do you think between now and then? How different is the industry going to be? from when it ended in March to when it starts back, which I'm gonna guess is gonna be next year.
2: Um, I think it's gonna vary. Uh, Some people really just don't care. I've seen both sides of it. Some people really just don't care. And some people are very just like, and that goes for customers and dancers alike. Um, I don't even think that this is like just an industry problem. I think this is just a people problem. Some people are like, Corona is real. Some people are like, it's not real. I think the effect that it's gonna have on the industry if people do go to back to work because they feel like, you know, I need a source of income, I need some sort of money. um, They're definitely probably going to be like a lot more cautious, but I don't know. This is just something that you can't even really put too much like thought to because we've never gone through anything like this. So I don't even have any comparative data for you. Like,
1: (laughs) 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 What are you you hoping? I mean, with, with doing the, you know, the protesting and so forth right now, what are you hoping is the end result What changes do you th- hope to see in 2021 that weren't in place in 2020 besides just the employees getting more uh, more protection are there are there just other ways you'd like to see the club operate differently?
2: I would like to see a definite shift in mindsets as people treat other people. Um, more so than policy, I feel like to even influence policy, you have to believe that the, that we are even deserving of this policy change. Asking for basic things like making sure the floor is leveled. If you're going to require that I walk around in six inch heels and more all night, um, you know, make sure the the pole isn't being held in by duct tape make sure like this is like (laughs) you know in there because you require that we dance on it make sure there aren't like little sharp pieces hanging on the stage um that are gonna cut me make sure you know this wood is decent enough it won't fucking splinter if i'm dancing on it like this these are things that i I shouldn't have to fight for you should already be like this should already be thought of Um, have updated equipment And even still as far, go as far as, you know, getting like drug overdose uh, training in addition to CPR. What if a dancer passes out? Like, are you guys trained to deal with this? We're doing something that's extremely athletic. What if somebody falls, gets injured? Even looking at that, if somebody falls or gets um, injured, you know, is the club going to pay her for her injuries? No, she's out of work because she's an independent contractor. Tough luck. So that's another thing that we're trying to do for stilettos is just unionize and have a fund where if a dancer is out of work, we are able to support her or them. Um, if a person does need financial assistance for whatever reason, we can support them as well. And our fund is also open to sex workers um, that need it as well, not just strippers. So, yeah, awesome, awesome. that's what needs to change. <laughs> mm-hmm. All, right. All right,
1: we're gonna Take it to the blunt. Yeah. Let's go to the blunt. All right, let's go blind. Rapid fire, rapid fire question. Puff, Rap- puff, pass, pass. Puff, puff, pass. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I
2: was about to say, is there like a zoom blind?
1: Like, <laughs> I got
2: excited.
1: Yeah. All right. If you had to eat the same food every day for the next year, what would it be?
2: Korean tacos.
3: Favorite song I to dance them. to? Dance
2: dance. Adaptation dance. by the weekend.
0: Hmm. Uh, if you get out of the shower, do you prefer a good towel or a good robe?
2: Hmm. Mm. I'm going my robe to get all moist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got to dry off first and then put my robe on. <laughs> huh? uh,
1: one lesson I am still learning is blank.
2: Um, To not cuss everybody the fuck out, even though I feel like <laughs> everybody needs to get cussed the fuck out. It's not enough people telling people about themselves in this world.
3: <laughs> uh, your your preferred greeting in, in COVID times? Do you do the bow? Do you do the fist bump? Do you do the elbow bump? The
2: elbow, the elbow. elbow. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. On a hotness scale of zero to ten, how hot is the weekend?
2: <laughs> well, that <man> is 100. <laughs> yes. Uh Batman is a hundred.
1: Yes. What was your least favorite subject in school?
2: Math. I hate math.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite late night snack:
2: Snickers ice cream bars. Oh so wow, goodness. I haven't had
3: one of those in a long time.
2: Mm. You need to go get a box.
3: <laughs> 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 a box.
0: Your favorite movie about dancing?
2: Movie about a good one. Probably. Hmm. What was that Black Swan with? Uh, Natalie that girl Portman. they had, yeah, Natalie Portman. I love that movie. I just love the dancing in it, as far as like dancing to certain. The then of course, Step Up was cool, but you know that was just really <laughs> <the same> drama.
1: <laughs> uh, where are you getting takeout these days? Even just a restaurant you love in Philly. Uh, a that's, restaurant that's...
2: that I love in Philly. Oh my gosh, um, Dalak, Ethiopian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, West my West gosh. Philly.
1: <laughs> Ooh,
2: yeah, I'll pull up to Dalak in a heartbeat, and my board. Yeah. We that's that's our spot.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh wake and bake or uh one for the uh night time what's your preferred method
2: my preferred definitely the wake and bake i gotta start my day off on the right you know cloud mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. Nice. laughs> is that cloud sativa cloud or indica uh,
2: depends on what i gotta do that day
3: right there Fair you go enough. that's Fair a great enough.
1: answer <laughs> Uh are you uh are you voting this November?
2: Ooh, I'm going to refrain from answering that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: is that me, Greg? Yeah. Um did you win the last fight you were in? What
2: was the
3: last
2: time? Yes, I did. <laughs> I had to think it was a while ago.
3: It was a while ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. What's, your, what's your preferred fighting style? Are you boxer? You like to get down on the ground, a little scrapping?
2: Run up and find out. That's all I have to
3: say.
2: <laughs> oh, we're not even going to talk about that.
3: <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh,
0: describe yourself in three words or less.
2: Um, eccentric. Definitely spunky and dark.
1: Uh, what's your karaoke song? Ah, it will be "The Hills" by The weekend. <laughs>
3: um, how does one volunteer to be a dog?
2: How does one? Okay, you send us an email, <laughs> and yeah, but the requirements. Good
1: afternoon.
3: Are, I would like to be walked.
1: To by whom it may concern, yeah, you know, I have a quick request. <laughs>
2: check your references to make sure you're not a weirdo and to make sure you know other people have heard of you and things like that. And yeah, then I if mean, you're, you know, make, a white make male, make sure you're or a, or a well-behaved female,
3: dog.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, you're definitely down to to do that. Um, but we allow like if, if I got that
1: reference call. If I got that reference <laughs> call, it's like, "Hello. Um uh, uh, your friend Sharif. Uh do you think he's dependable to be a dog?" <laughs>
3: well, no I'm not, man. It's what you's got to be one of y'all.
1: Yes. Oh, that's right! to no, be playing. I gotta be the
2: oh, If you would like to be a dog, um, <laughs> I just know oh. that we keep um we we prefer that all POC dogs um just stay at the pup walk because we want everybody to enjoy the BDSM experience. But for the dog walk itself, right. Um, we definitely just want to keep it to be white men and white women um that volunteer.
3: Okay. All right, yeah,
2: but. Yeah, come with
3: your ears. <laughs> uh,
0: no, for some of our listeners who do frequent strip clubs when they do open, how can they be better patrons? Ooh,
2: that is the question to ask. Don't this is a be blunt, though, Keep it short. Don't be cheap that like if you want me to keep it blunt don't be cheap like don't you're you're over here no i can't even keep it blunt sorry i'm taking this time um you can't even you can't be cheap because it's like you're involving my body so it's like if you want to be touching all up on me think about it like this a bag of chips costs a dollar like if you think that touching a human being is worth a dollar you probably shouldn't be in a strip club because no you just have no class
0: where do you get a, chips for a dollar? They're like $1.69 most places.
1: Yeah, Greg, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to
0: Yeah, Greg to go to the
1: Highlights. The yeah. Yeah. you going know, to the Greg's chip market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? The corner store is down to $1.45. A dollar? A dollar? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man. All right, all
1: right, man, we appreciate you coming on. Thank Give you us so
3: much for your time. Social Thanks, social man.
1: Social Thanks. So we know uh, uh, where to hit you up and where to find uh, all the information about all the great stuff you're doing.
2: Um, okay, so you can follow me, Bam Rose, uh, and stripper at Stilettos Inc. official. No, wait, I lied. That's our email, Official at gmail.com. And then our Instagram is at Stilettos Inc. Also, our Twitter is at Stilettos Inc. as well. And um, you can also find a link to our GoFundMe there. So definitely support us. We're just taking this money and giving it back to the community. We're using it for, you know, stripper right shenanigans. So... (laughs) Mm. We definitely put it to good use and yeah, support us. Thanks.
0: Keep up the great work. Thanks a lot, man.
1: Thank you.
3: Yep. Take it easy.
2: Thank you guys.
3: This the sound of Philadelphia. Yo, yo. Welcome to the home of brotherly love. Brothers covered in blood. The man's office is covered in bugs. The youth dreams cut short.